Skipper to Gritchie, whether you prefer to travel by land, by the seas, or even if you like to soar, the best way to plan your trip is to use Adventures Author Travel. Becca, that's B-E-K-K <laughs> at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com can be instrumental in planning your trip to the land, the sea, or even to soar before the end of the earth. Oh, I was going to say she can take you all around the world or just soaring, I don't know, around California. Either way, Adventures Out There Travel is the official travel partner of the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast. Hey, that's us. So, Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. We are ready to rock. My name is uh, Professor Daniel Miller, drunk at Disney here in uh, Orlando. That beautiful young man is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Hey. Oh, no, wait. Hey. That's how Rihanna says it. What's up? Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Shut up. Hello there. And there she is. Just back from a whirlwind tour of New Orleans. It's Rihanna. Oh. My liver is very mad at me right now. <laughs> Isn't he usually pretty upset? No, he's actually a very happy liver. I'm not really sure why. He has every reason to get stuck. It's the exercise. It's you know he's he's getting exercise. It really is. Oh, so let's see. So much going on. Skipper DeGritchie, you have got to be absolutely on pins and needles right now. Oh, I'm freaking out. When are you traveling um, to the Disneyland Resort? At the latest, I'll be traveling tomorrow at seven in the morning. I keep debating whether I should just go up there today and just, you know, spend the day there tomorrow. I was even thinking of trying to go out there for the uh, opening ceremonies, which is today, which I think is a little weird. But I think it's because they're going to do, like, for uh, for media, they're going to do an opening Dignitaries. Ce- yeah, for, like, fancy people. So I wouldn't be able to get in, but um, I still think it would be fun so- just to be up there. So today's the 29th, right? When is the actual? When's the actual opening day? Tomorrow or it opens, Friday? It opens to the public on Friday. So you're going on Friday. Yes. Currently, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven reservations over the next month to go. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, right up until like the last day. Pretty hardcore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So like uh, Aaron from L.A., since he knows everything... He knew to book the reservations in advance. So he has reservations for tomorrow night so that he can go in on the 31st, which I kind of like weaseled into. And then uh, I've been trying to convince him to extend it. So it looks like we have it for the next day. So we go in on the 1st. And then the day that uh, you were able to just kind of like log in and try to book a reservation if you didn't have a room, I was able to get the second and then there's other ones that, you know, other people have booked since then that I was like, add me to your list. But yeah. I'm hoping that I might be able to be there the first three days. No kidding. Yeah, well, you know, somebody has to report on this thing, and it's going to be us, goddammit. That's right. Follow the 3 o'clock Better you be. Oh, can't <laughs> wait. That would, Rhiannon's reporting would be awesome. Be like, there's like, a, like some, like, 
robot thingies over here. Yeah. yeah. Actually, she'd be I'm like, there was a really long line, her. so I'm at the yeah. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would be at oh, Soren over California. Yeah, that's what I'm super excited about also. That starts on the 1st. I love it. Wait, what's I mean, that's in in anticipation of the crush of anticipation for Galaxy's Edge, as well as I'm sure to since there's a lot of blackout dates now for the Disneyland park to give something special to the people of that are forced to go to California Adventure, they're bringing back the original Soren temporarily. Uh, I was going to ask if it was permanent. Well, well, I guess that, that's good. Yeah. They also opened um, where the Muppets used to be. They put uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic. It's almost like they were... I, I think you said it. I think you said it exactly right. Like, they were like, we need to fill California Adventure with whatever we can so that everybody that can't go to Disneyland because of blackout dates will have more stuff to do. Because, wow. I mean, I don't... How giving. Yeah. <laughs> it is so giving. I know, like, a lot of cast members, they said they basically for the entire summer... They will not be able to visit California or the actual Disneyland Park. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're working there. Yeah, they're, they're really blacked out. But yeah. they've also had a lot, like, they've, they've had a lot of cast member previews for Galaxy's Edge. So I know cast members that have gone, like, two or three times already. Um, and they said it's amazing. So not that that's I'm, a, you know, makes up for taking away the park the rest of the summer, but... No, it's pretty exciting though. Like I'm, 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 I'm definitely. It's so bizarre, really, when you think about because these big additions really only come. They've come very ri- infrequently, so to actually have something this immense coming, um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Rihanna's stopping traffic. I mean, doesn't she always? Hubba hubba. <laughs> um, let's see over here. I tonight I'm just remembered they're doing the first the opening of the summer they call it the H2O glow parties and it's at Typhoon Lagoon it's like a nighttime party and um, they did like a you know how they, they give away like parks blog gives away um, tickets to like when they start something new well we got in so I'm going to the H2O glow party tonight oh that's cool fun glowing I'll be glowing. Yeah. Forky will be there, apparently. I don't know if it's... I guess the people are saying it's just inflatable. But either way, Forky <laughs> from the new Toy Story 4. I'm ready to, to see Forky. I went to KFC yesterday because I've been collecting the parts to make a Forky. Like a real one. And I was all like, my last thing is going to be the actual Spork. And they don't do the traditional spork anymore at kfc what so, yeah so if you want to make a, a forky of your own you have to buy this fork the sporks unless you know someplace that has those like little white sporks yeah what are they what are they what are they doing at kfc like what like who's who's ruining kfc i mean i don't know man i was just colonel like, sanders i was really excited yeah He's rolling over in his grave. He, <laughs> you gotta find like a food truck or something. That's the only place you ever see him now. Like God, those little those little uh, packaged uh, sporks sometimes at food trucks with like the salt packets and the uh, napkin wrapped up in there. 
Oh, maybe I'll... Ah, oh, man, I'll love to, like, go food truck to food truck over the weekend or something. Well, when I get back, maybe. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, a lot of work. Yeah, right? <laughs> important work, though. What other ingredients did you need to make a sporky? I mean, what does so, he have? I, didn't, I haven't really paid attention. So, you know, like, the little um, Sunday cups that come with the little wooden... It's like a little wooden spoon, but really it it's just kind of, like... A little bit thicker on the on each end and yeah. then thinner in the middle. You need one of those because you break that in half and those are his feet. Okay. And then it looks like just like gray clay of some sort. You know, you smush that right down in the middle and then you stick the fork in it or the spork in it and stand it up. And then uh, just some red um, pipe cleaner and some googly eyes. Nice. I think that's I think that's all you need. Uh, what is the mouth? What is the mouth though? There's gonna be something like so maybe some play doh or something. Oh, that's where I'm going right now. The, uh, yeah, the mouth it looks like just just like a little bit of blue play doh and then maybe some red play doh for the. Uh, he's got like that little eyebrow. Yeah, I knew there was a little bit of facial, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's face parts. Apparently, they're they're selling like people are making them and selling them on Etsy for twenty dollars. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. Right? But I just thought it would be fun. I don't plan to sell it to anybody. Uh, maybe it, and maybe it's maybe it's actually silly putty that they use. Maybe. To, mm. You know. They have they have merch out. I went to Epcot and they have uh, like plush uh, sporkies. So I'm forkies. I'm pretty I'm I'm definitely getting on board with forky. I'm hoping somebody brought up a good point. I'm like online today. I'm like oh, I'm a, I'm all and they're like what if he turns out to be like, you know, Lotso, where he's a bad a dick. guy? Yeah. Damn it. No, I don't think he's going to be the bad guy. I want, I actually, I feel like Bo Peep is going to end up being the bad one at the end. Sure looks like it. Right? She's going to convince Woody that, you know, she doesn't need, he doesn't need to be with Bonnie or the other toys anymore. And I don't know. Oh, you know what? Target actually has a make a sporky crea- uh, creativity set. That's $10. <laughs> That could solve all my problems wow. right there. Um, I want to ask you a question about this, Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. Um, between Marvel, Star Wars, and now Toy Story, there is definitely, clearly, and then, of course, the Pirates of the Caribbean, there's definitely this push to have more strong female hero-type characters. But I just want to know, as a female, strong female-type character, do you feel ever that it feels a little too forced, or are you okay with this? Uh, I mean, you're you're asking me about Star Wars and Marvel, so I, not knowing really anything, really I just entertainment tell you in general. That was forced or not? I don't know. Well, I think it's fine unless it's stupid. In which case, then it's stupid. Well, no, I, yeah, I, I don't. Know. I, haven't, I haven't seen the movies. I don't know. Well, no, and I don't think he's saying like, "Have you seen the movies?" He's saying in general, there's been a push within the cinema to have. Right, and he's asking if it feels forced, and I think it depends on the actual outcome, like the actual product. And so, if the movie, the product, is a good quality movie and the characters work, then I think that's fine. If the product ultimately feels forced, as in like it makes no sense or it's cartoony or whatever. And I would not be as on board with it. That's what I'm saying. I think this would be a good example, and I think it would maybe we'll, we'll find out. Like clearly, they've gone to making Bo Peep has switched completely from being the traditional Bo Peep to being like Marvel Bo Peep, 
in the you know, she's like, peep. yeah, she's like superhero Bo Peep now, uh, just sort of out of the blue. So it'll be interesting how, <laughs> you know, it, it 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 really wouldn't seem that way if it wasn't. Clearly, they're trying to make up for what is a, for be, what you know, for better or worse, a lack of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this in the past. But it's definitely now. It's it really does feel like every single movie has that going on every single tv show so at some point maybe that's i'm not i was just, just curious if you thought there was a like anyway no i don't think it feels forced to me in that sense good okay good 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 so uh more like out, outrage of the week that i noticed Ooh. this week did anyone notice like so there's this there's the you know the the, the main news website that everybody kind of notices is this wdw news today that is, you know, they're the most prolific, prolific. Well, mm-hmm. they put on a thing like rumor. Uh, they're going to demolish the land and the living seas. Couldn't I hold. saw that. And it wasn't it even really on social media over the weekend. Right. And they're just so and it just brings up like this is not the first time they come up with these rumors. I mean, they, they do rumors all the time. That's kind of one of their main things. But people get so angry about the rumors and I, i'm wondering what you guys take is on this like people are like i hate all this clip clickbait and um, to me it's just like oh it's interesting to think about do you think maybe this is something that could happen maybe you know it just adds to the discussion but people seem to get very angry about it um i think it depends on how it was framed i yeah like i never saw the original link or whatever so i'm not sure what the phrasing was or you know whatever but i definitely saw the outrage and so i thought the outrage was more just the concept not the actual rumor itself but i don't know i think if you clearly say like this is a rumor we don't know anything for a fact but our rumor is based on this information that we received via this you know these means then i'm okay with learning that if it's just some like stupid speculation or like totally just fake news then no i'm not supportive of that my guess is i don't, I don't click on really most articles so I don't, I, my, but my, my guess is it's, you know, there's no explanation of where the information comes from is, mm. is probably my understanding. It's probably my, uh, I think an educated guess on this. So it just makes you, I don't know. I, but I find the whole idea interesting. I can only imagine that the living seas has got to be the most expensive attraction in all of the parks because it's well, literally not to like, mention the footprint. yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be uh, the cost of running the seas has got to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. We when we had our Disney trivia night a few weeks back, um, one of the women who was joining us, Kelly, hi, if you're listening, um, she was studying up on some like arbitrary facts just in case that came up. And one of the arbitrary facts she came up with was um, that the aquarium there is actually bigger than spaceship earth that you can put spaceship earth in its entirety into the seas and so that in and of itself i mean just that real estate has to be super valuable not to mention the fact that it is costing a shit ton for the upkeep yeah for a while that was actually the largest uh aquarium thing yeah like the largest you know tank or whatever the hell you would call it right um i did follow the clickbait but if you read the headline then you've read the entire article. Uh, 
Because <laughs> I hate that. That doesn't work. Yeah, because you know it basically just says that it's all like, hey, with all the new stuff that's coming out, these are kind of like the only things left. And then it's all like, and if you're worried about the dolphins and the manatees, they're probably going to go someplace else. But it doesn't say like, <laughs> no, they're going to kill them. All. Yeah, right. They're just gonna. It's you're just gonna dump the tank. Where do you think they get the food for the restaurants? Oh, you think that'll be the the like final day party? It's just oh god, <laughs> seafood buffet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh god, I don't know if they relocate. You know, the non-mammal fish probably not. So, um, yeah, it, it that does seem a little bit. I can only imagine when they're looking at these park spreadsheets and they see that huge number coming from the seas. And they just have to look at each other. Why are we running a zoo here at Epcot again? You know, why are we running an aquarium? Mm-hmm. I, or do you, you know there's that's do being you, asked? Do you move them to the animal kingdom? That would be cool. Do you create... not in this day and age? No way. I just don't think that's even even remotely possible. Well, I don't think you could do a like show with them. You know, but if they said, "Hey, we have so much more land, we're going to just create this giant water tank that they can just swim around in." <laughs> Because you can't just release them back into the into the wild. No, no. Well, you what know. I wonder is how many, like, what percentage do you think of the average non Disney fanatic, maybe even first time guests, know there's an aquarium back there? I, I right. I, I think it's 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 not a big selling point anymore. Um, I, I, but to, for that point, very few. For the other point of what they moved to Animal Kingdom, I say there's no way in hell they would invest enough money to build something like that at Animal Kingdom in this day and age. I mean, whatever problems they're having with it at Epcot, why would it be any better at Animal Kingdom? Right. Like, I'm not even. Super, yeah. yeah, no, I'm not. I'm saying they would. That's the thing, though. So when you think about it, they're they're in probably the second or third largest aquarium. So anything that they do with those mammals moving forward can't be worse right like right. could you imagine if they're like oh we're going to give them to SeaWorld like people would freak <laughs> out so they have yeah. to do something at least as good as what they're doing now you know yeah, they, I mean, like uh, yeah. the uh, otherwise it would just be the worst like yeah well they're part of the AZA which means any transition is part go, will go to another zoo that's same thing with the elephants and same as uh like, it was really weird when I worked for the uh, animal programs. It was really weird that everything is based on the animal kingdom. And then it was like, oh, yeah. And then there's the group that goes over to the seas. And they were like those weird people that you never see, but they would show up at the, at the big meetings. You know, like when <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, the living seas people. Forgot about those guys. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, at some point, this is it's just definitely fe- did feel inevitable already. But um. And, I mean, at what point do they also say, you know what, what are we running a, a greenhouse for? Why don't we just run, so, keep soaring? People like soaring, just keep the ride. Well, that, that's part of what the article says, is that soaring would probably get its own entrance. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I hope that's not true for the land. The you seas can. just seems inevitable it, yeah. because of the cost. It just seems inevitable. So... Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Anything else going on, Scooby Richie? Oh man, I've got a, I've got all kinds of fun stuff. 
Uh, do you want a corporate corner? Do you want fabulous events and stuff? Do you want new shit? Uh, Disney merch corner? Or uh, mm. a little bit of uh, outrage of the week? You name it. <gasps> mm. I like all those things. I know, man. Just pick a topic. I'll throw out a... Uh... Mm. Merch. Uh, let's see what we got for the world of merch. Uh, it's it's Galaxy's Edge stuff. Basically, they're going to take all our money. Damn it. Here, I'll skip that one. Um, bup, bup, bup. That was actually my have other we merch talk- thing. Well, have we talked about the merch they're introducing for Illuminations going bye-bye? Oh, yeah. Or is that old news? I don't think we talked about it, did we? I don't think so. No. But... Have you seen it? I haven't seen any of the merchandise. Um, not super in detail. Uh, I know some of it was passholder exclusive. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what the general audience stuff was, but they had various shirts. And a couple of them were cute. They had a baseball cap. Um, they had some pins. My biggest complaint is that they throw the year on there. That kind of annoys yeah, me. Yeah, I hate it when they do that. Oh, it's Mickey, and he's blowing out the little uh, the torches. That's actually kind of funny. Oh yeah, it is funny. <laughs> like, like it's basically just encapsulates everything that like the Epcot fans hate. It's like, okay, we're bringing the characters in to blow out the, <laughs> the non-character stuff. And it's like the more like modern Mickey than like the traditional oh, one. Not the modern Mickey. So it's like a modern Mickey with a date blowing out the history of Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. in all seriousness though, at this point, if you're going to continue to be a fan of the Disney parks and Disney resorts, at some point, it really is time to close the chapter because it it's the the tipping point has happened you know like you either have to embrace the what this current they're currently going to offer or not you know what i mean like there's a guy mm-hmm. i really i respect the guy uh that we that friend of his twitter uh how bowers you know mm-hmm. like he is a fan of old school walt disney world and he like does not go anymore you know what I mean? He's just like, I want to focus on enjoying and researching the past. You know, I'm like, but he doesn't seem to complain about the future, you know, or the present. It's just, I want to focus on the past. You know, th- at some point, like, personally, I've had to do that, basically, is close the, the book on what I loved about the past. And then, I mean, at some point, you just have to embrace the present, because if not, what's the point of going? <sighs> Yeah, I just think, you know, everybody keeps on like, that's not the, you know, that's not what I grew up with. And it's just like, no. And the generation before you didn't grow up with it the way you did. And, you know, the generation after you grew up with a different version. And you just gotta, you know, things change, man. You just hope they change for the better. Which I think for the most part, it's been good. The pass holder shirt looks like something that you would enjoy, though, Rhiannon. It's got the figment on it. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, he had everything to do with Illuminations. No, I think, at least for me, if I ever complain about changes, it's not because I can't accept the fact that there are going to be changes and that, you know, whatever. I think it's just, are you changing for the better? And so if you're taking out something to put in something less quality or more shoehorned in or doesn't fit thematically or dumbed down, I think those are where the complaints really arise from, you know? 
Oh yeah, no, and I, oh, for I, sure. I can see why they complain. It's just at this point, it's like shouting into the wind. I mean, it's like it's inevitable that this is this is happening. It, it, I don't know. It's it, I've had to just kind of like I used to kind of hold out hope that they were gonna not do this anymore. Well, that's I, that's the fool would would continue to hold out hope in my to me now. I'm starting to be like this is just foolish. I mean, you know. To, to even hold out hope uh, that they're not going to do this moving forward. Um, the only thing that I've held on to as like the final straw would be the imagination. Cause at some point they have to re relook mm-hmm. at imagination. It has to be redone. And yeah. that's the final, like if they're really going to ever think about keeping something unique, that's it. And we still don't know what's going to happen there yet. But, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about maybe like an inside out or something going there instead because it, oh, it kind of fits. Well, I think that given the recent trend to throw figment on anything and everything, which by the way, I'm in support of, I think they're realizing that he's popular. So I don't think they would get rid of that attraction. Right. I feel like they would have to do something to keep figment, but possibly, right. you know, update it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, he could. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't mean to throw in the towel, but at some point, I just have to stop hoping because you know, I just, I just keep losing. <laughs> just, after, after you lose thirty-eight in a row, you got to change something. Yeah, change something. Like, you know. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Just. I've had to make my peace with it, so anyway. All right. Uh, corporate news. <laughs> Ooh, corporate news. Corporate news. Corporate news. I have to go back to that page. Where was I? Oh, there it is. Sorry, I was looking at the uh, at the merch. Uh, I mean, so there was a lady that got hit in the head by a bird that wants to sue Disney. <laughs> Disney and misplaced birds. No, she was on the uh, on the pier at the Polynesian, and apparently uh, a bird flew by and hit her in the head. And uh, she states that Disney knows that birds migrate, and they didn't put any kind of warning. And uh, she needs fifteen thousand dollars to uh, make herself feel better. Wow! Yeah, she's great. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Yeah. I saw a guy once get hit in the head with a duck. It was awesome. Oh, man, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was great. The animal kingdom. Just walking right in front of, like, where they have the uh, entrance to it's tough to be a bug. And the guy just, I mean, the duck just flies right into his face. And uh, it was hilarious. I mean, I, it w- would be less funny if it was me, but it was funnier because it was him. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would be pretty funny if it was you. Oh, yeah, definitely. That'd be more right? funny if it were you. Oh, did we talk about the guy getting his comeuppance? Uh, what's his face? The guy from the webpage, the one that got caught stealing stuff. Oh my gosh! The, the backdoor, yeah. backdoor Disney guy. No, it happened. So they they arrested him. Apparently, he he stole the dress off of one of the animatronics at the haunted mansion and then sold it on eBay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I hate that I was outbid on that one. Yeah, so he's yeah. facing charges. That included burglary, grand theft, and dealing in stolen property. Yeah. 
This guy, the more I've learned about it, this guy was a cast member. And then he started post, like he started an account, but like you said, called Backdoor Disney, where he, he basically just posted a lot of backstage photos. Like, I mean, the stuff that you're really not supposed to post. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like character stuff and the back of rides and videos of stuff. And you're like, wow, this is like, you know, as a Disney fan, yet this is against every single policy they have. And it, I think I just could, I know I was feeling this way and I'm, I'm, I'm sure most people were like, what are they going to do? Like what, are, what, what can they do? I don't know. And it's, it was just like a, I was like, everybody's waiting to see what happened. And guess what? Yep. It happened. Yeah. So, uh, allegedly, you know, because I just got a call from our three o'clock parade lawyer. <laughs> He received over $30,000 in PayPal from multiple investors. And some of the stuff that he was selling belonged to the Buzzy animatronic that was stolen from Epcot. Yeah, so... That kid, he's getting his comeuppance, the way I see it. Yeah. You gotta get your comeuppance sometimes. Some what I feel like when it comes to this Disney security stuff is it. Yeah, I have a feeling when you're someone like him and and you go in and you, and you go and you do one of these things and it feels like oh, nothing happened. They didn't notice and like something tells me they're like oh they noticed and it's like a lot of their it's just anything with a big company takes a long time. And yeah. It's like <laughs> they're just building their real case against you. Well, sometimes the um, sometimes they need it to get to a certain level. Of, uh, of a dollar amount so that it goes from like petty crime to like a federal offense. So I think they have to wait for it to get over $10,000 and then they can actually like really go after you. Otherwise it's like small claims court type stuff. Right. So they probably just waited and they were like, all right, we've always hit that spot. Let's, let's do this thing. Right. Cause if you're, 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 you make a good point. Cause if they, if the real point is we need to literally handle this, so everybody sees this is not a good route to go down. Right. You don't want to have him come in, get, you know, dismissed on whatever reason, something very minute. You want to make sure you get this thing handled. So it's like uh, makes definitely sets an example. Yeah. So that guy got busted. Uh, I have some fabulous events and stuff going on. I love them. I love them. So does anybody want to guess what is going on on May 31st, the day after tomorrow? Something Star Wars related? I mean, yes, but that's not the important news. Um, <laughs> my God. Do... In 1966, It's a Small World opened at Disneyland on May 31st. Oh, nice. Huge news. Huge. The LA Times reprinted the uh, the original article about it coming out. So that was pretty big. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the other big news is this August the 9th is the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yes. Ooh. And Disneyland is, ha- is celebrating by having two events, one on the 8th and one, well, one on the night of the 8th and one on the night of the 9th. Uh, it's an after hours starting on the or it starts on the thirteenth hour, so at one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and it's like three hundred dollars per person to go. Uh, I believe it's already sold out. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I thought that would be interesting since you know 
We love the Haunted Mansion so much. Uh, would you pay $300 to go to a after-hours event where you had access to Adventureland, Frontierland, and New Orleans Square? Um, where it was... Uh, and then New Orleans Square is going to be themed in, like, you know, ghosts. And there's going to have, like, they're going to have face characters. And I guess Madame Leota is supposed it. to be, like, hanging out and stuff like that. I love it. Yeah. I like these events. And this is what I'm, and I'm telling you, this is what I think will happen. I'm still going to go with it. That the Adventurers Club will come back in this fashion. This is what the, I think they're, they realize this is the way to do it. That um, reminds me. Go ahead. Take a take a land, bring in you know, pay it hundred bucks a pop. You come in, make a party of it, and because I mean, let's be honest, even the Adventurers Club, four or five nights a week was was dead. You know, the weekends and like the big events, it was like it really is almost better on these like when it's special events. So it may actually work out uh, to be a great experience, and I think it will happen. They uh they that they did a party a couple weeks ago where they invited the Adventurers Club and it's kind of like this this reminds me kind of like it. I mean I'm just picturing the same thing but sitting in Harambe and they're like and then we're gonna go walk around Harambe and tell stories about our adventures to Africa. Um, what if I told you that we could actually throw a private party in the Grog Grotto? And part of that private party would be an Adventurers Club reunion. I would say when. Well, that's up to that's up to us and the listeners. I would say because um, the what do you call it? The uh, private events page for Grog Grotto was kind of like I don't want to say released because you can just call and get it, but somebody posted a picture of it on Twitter and. It looks like if you want to rent the Grog Grotto prior to opening, um, I think you can do it from like 12 to 2 or something like that. It's $1,500. And that's, that's, that's what, 50 people or something like that, right? So it's, yeah, it holds, about, it holds about 50 people. It's uh, hefty. But one of the things that you can do, because, uh, you know, you can, you can rent uh, the room, but you can also, you know, get themed entertainment. And one of the options is doing an Adventurers Club reunion as part of that themed it. entertainment. I think you're doing in, it. Is that included in the fifteen hundred? No, or, no, uh, no, no, no. You have to you have to pay for that too. So I'm probably thinking round about three thousand dollars total. I'm telling you, man. That's what this guy did, the WWE News Today guy did. They did a party on the beach and they brought back the Adventures Club. So clearly they did it through this event. Just not. I mean, the Grog Grotto is so small, but my gosh, it's happening! Like I, I'm telling you, that's what I've that's what I've been envisioning for years. It's happening, as envisioned on the three o'clock parade. So, let's say it's three thousand dollars divided by fifty. Assuming we could get fifty people to go, that's only sixty dollars a person. What? Wait, do that again. Make sure that's right. Is that right? <laughs> Six zero times five zero equals three thousand. So if we got fifty people to go, and everybody paid sixty bucks, Mm. you know, we could we could literally throw this party. And I'm pretty sure 
that we could get 50 people. We could probably get 50 people on, like, March the 13th. <laughs> and it, I, I like how we're, so, we're all, at least for me, I'm definitely a math whiz. I'm like, no way is that right. Okay, it's right. It's right. Now we have to see if that's really how much the Avengers Club costs. The, the, the characters. Maybe it's more than 1500 mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, you're definitely, you're definitely piquing my interest. And if it's not, and I wonder if they have other... If, if if other locations, you know, also have that as an option, I don't think you have to be at the Grand Grotto. Oh no, you don't have to be at the Grand Grotto at all. So we could find a place that's bigger, and even have, I don't know. This is a great idea. It's happening, Skip. I mean, this is a great idea. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we necessarily need it bigger. Like, are you just well, trying to get it down so that it's like five dollars a person? Not what she said. No, I'm thinking that seven of those people are going to be of the fifty people are going to be the Avengers Club people. No, they would be separate. Yeah, they should definitely pay to be there. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm talking about the capacity of the room. Uh, the capacity of the room is guests. You you know, that doesn't include bartenders. That like a fire code thing. Does that include bartenders and servers? I have no idea. That's what I, So I then we about. take it down to 40 people. Then. Here's what I want to do, though. If we're going to run out the Grog Grotto. those numbers again. So I'm doing I want to... Make it clear that they are not allowed to have cocktail servers. They have to only come from the bar only. That sounds great. <laughs> We're just going to hire another bartender. Yeah, just have, have an extra bartenders. bartender and just, you know. Yeah, I think that would be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm in. I'm in. Right? You're, yep, you're in charge. Oh, great. <laughs> great. The going and enjoying it sounds like the fun part. Well, I mean, so yes. this is about what we pay to go to the hoopty do when oh, we yeah, go. No, that's maybe fine. a little the bit. Money's maybe great. A little bit more. The money's right. not a problem. Yeah, no, that's great. The last time we went to hoop, we were pretty close to fifty people. We had a lot. Is that right? Is that about right? Yeah. Yeah. We had yeah. We had thirty. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. pretty close to forty. So you know, if forty people at seventy-five dollars each, you're gonna have a private party with the Adventurers Club. We're gonna be turning people away from this. That's what I'm saying. Maybe if you like, how long do we get the space for? Because um, if it's like three hours, you could rent it out for an hour and a half at a time, so you could actually funnel through like you know eighty people or whatever. Oh geez, Louise! Double your money. You know what I'm saying. See, I wasn't even looking at it as a money making option. It was just a like, how are we gonna get? Okay. Oh yeah. Many of us... Cut your costs in half. <laughs> how are we gonna get as many of us in the room? With the Adventurers Club, where we aren't like, you know, we don't have to worry about disturbing other guests. But here's what I want to do: I want, to, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it in Pandora, because I want to hear what the Adventurers Club does with their awesome stories about their trips to Pandora. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I think just they, would, a... they would be hilarious. The I, I think the cost to rent an area in a park. After hours oh, yeah. would be like you're talking about like a hundred thousand dollars probably. Yeah, yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. How about the African svelte that you went on your breakfast for? Oh yeah, okay for that'll be like a dollar fifty. <laughs> the African svelte. Uh, yeah, I don't think they would let us do that either. It's not like, hey, we want to get a bunch of drunk a holes together. <laughs> and, okay, uh, we're listening. Right. Uh, 
in a classic part of the oh that was actually that reminds me there was another rumor i don't know it wasn't a rumor it was a stupid somebody posted something on twitter that there was a rumor that they were going to close the jungle cruise to put in a new attraction at the magic kingdom and it was obviously it was like the onion type of you know thing yeah but some people right away like dug into it and were like no how dare they blah 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 and then they realized oh this is a you know bullshit 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 i tell you uh, so speaking of bullshit, what's your outrage? Uh, well, the outrage that I saw was, I don't know if you saw that one of the uh, Vista Way shuttles caught fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did do that. So people were freaking out. Why was that outrage? It's kind of funny. Well, people were freaking <laughs> out, one, because they were like, you see, Disney doesn't care about their cast members. And then two, they were, you know, it went right into like the like attendance policy where they're like, I'm sure everybody's going to get a point for it. <laughs> but kind of like the most current version of the outrage is that the video got pulled. So it's the person that originally posted it. It's no longer on Twitter. So they're like, so now some of the outrage is just like, oh, they made them pull it, blah, blah, blah. Censoring. Yeah. I bet you they did. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure Disney was just like, hey, you're a cast member, and part of your you know work agreement is that you're not supposed to like post things about the company. Which, yep. that's not exclusive to Disney, just in case anybody's wondering. No. Yeah, most companies don't really like if you a bunch yeah. of post-work stuff. Yeah, just about every company out there is that way. <laughs> my, my, I just, I just like, my company, actually, because before, I, I couldn't even pull up social media on my work computer. And they're like, oh, we're going to give everybody access to social media on your work computers now. And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to log in. Never gonna happen. Why in the world would they want you to? Have, like, I don't I even don't know why know. they would want that. Unless they're, they're like I company was, morale. I don't know. They're just tracking. They're like, let's see what they do and go to. Yeah, like right. I was just like, why would they do that? I don't. I, I like, nope, nope, nope. Going to keep on my normal thing of taking my work, my personal laptop, and logging into the internet. Yeah, that sounds way safer. Yeah. But yeah, Disney would definitely be at the same place. You wouldn't I'd be like, nope. Nope. There. There. They're all what does Roz say? Uh they're always watching. They're always watching. <laughs> always watching. I always do find it funny when people think that Disney as a company is going should or will act differently than any other company that they work for. I'm like, what nope. <laughs> no, they're not. Gonna work just like what? Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, of course. Especially a company like Disney, where they're so focused on like their public perception. Yeah, I always find that I always have this, and I, I I've just kind of stopped even bothering anymore. Like people be online, they're why would Disney? Do? I'm like, the, if you want to have the most logical reactions to anything that any decision that Disney makes about the parks, just think. What would my company do in this situation? And you're like, yep, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> and there you go. Like, they're all the same. They all are going to look at these factors, test it out, see if it works, and then decide after that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not, it's not a rocket science to figure out what they're going to do next. That's for sure. 
Speaking of what we should do next, we have about 15 yeah. minutes if you want to do a little bit of Ask Sour Bone. Yay! It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, Dizwire says, all right, he's, he has a question. He wants to know if we can uh, check at um, Galaxy's Edge to see if Jack and Tab is going to be any of the signature drinks on their menu. <laughs> should be. Should be. Jack and Tabs. Jack and Tabs. Jack and Tabs, baby. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I've been enjoying the Tab soda lately. What? Yeah. I didn't even know you could still get that. You can, yeah. Isn't yeah. it just like Coke but without sugar, like just not sweetened at all? No, it's it basically is Diet Coke. It actually oh. tastes more like Diet Pepsi. Yeah, it's just like it's like a di- it was the original Diet Soda. Yeah, no, I remember that, but I didn't know it was like I didn't know. In my, I've never tried tab in my world, and the reason I never tried it is because, I guess when I was young, they, you know, I was all like, "What's that?" And they're like, "You don't want to drink it. It's Coke without sugar." And I'm like, "Oh, that sounds terrible. Why, why would you? Why would anybody want to drink that?" I mean, it tastes a Jack and Tab tastes exactly like a Jack and Diet Coke. Oh, well, there you go. That's cool. It it all started. I told Rand's like, "What is this thing?" With, I'm like, "You're not gonna like it. It's a yacht rock thing." It, it came from. I don't know if you ever listened to uh, yacht rock radio. Uh, on Sirius XM, but they have a, they have, you know, on Sirius, they have like a guy on most channels, they have like a voice that comes on and talks. Well, there's this, this like really condes like this really condescending rich guy is what he would be like. And he's like, Oh, wasn't this song on at the Marina bar when you were pounding Jack and tabs with the guy from the Rockford files? <laughs> Anyways, where it's like, <laughs> it's just so bizarre. And I'm like, but that's fantastic. Yeah, I've never had. I'll I'll check though. I'll check for you, Dizwire, on the thirty first. It'll be the first thing I do at Uga's. Or, yeah, Uga's Cantina. Yeah, I don't I'll, want any of those specialty I to, drinks. When I go to Star Wars Land, I will have a Jack and Tab in Star Wars Land. Yeah. Um, somebody, I took one to like Universal once, and I was posting pictures like, "How did you get that in?" I'm like. Tab Cola is not against the rules. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, how would you get it in? It's like if you say, "How did you get a pineapple in the Magic Kingdom?" I'm like, um, "It's fruit." <laughs> uh, all right, are we ready to go to the next one? Ready. JB at Down with Your Pity. Which is the best I can figure because it's D-N-W-Y-O-U-R-P-I-T-Y. Asks, options for a nice place for a relatively quiet, less kids slash families, nice dinner for my boyfriend and I to celebrate our anniversary when we go to Walt Disney World in November. Dude, if you can can price it, when you say yachtsman, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a kid in yachtsman. Yeah, yachtsman's great. Barely. Yeah, Yachtsman Steakhouse um, is really good. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the super fancy restaurant uh, in Dak? Oh, yeah, Tiffin's. Oh, Tiffin's? Yeah, Tiffin's. Yeah. Yeah. And Yacht Club in general, just hanging around Yacht Club, as long as you avoid the pool area. I mean, there are kids and families, but it's not one of those that like families like are drawn to. So, you know, it, it is considerably less... If you're really trying to avoid kids, I mean, I, I think the Yacht Club is the way to go. 
yeah, Jacob's good. Um, or California Grill. Oh yeah, California or, Grill is a good option. Yeah, Jico. Yeah, I feel like any of the like more expensive yeah. Victorian Alberts. I don't even think Victorian Alberts lets kids in. No, that is officially adults only. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get in there. The actual policy is that the kids are allowed, but there is no kids menu. So if your kid oh, is willing to well, eat the regular menu, then um, you can. But, so uh, if your if your child has a mature palate, is what you're saying? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they do not. They serve the only. They do not have a kids menu. They will only serve what's on the regular menu. If you're willing yes. to pay a hundred bucks to have your kids not eat anything, that's your point. Great, great. Next one. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Nick Waymania says, in response to Livy bringing up S. Sour Boner, he said, they still do that on 3 o'clock radio? No. Nick, Waymania, we still do S. Sour Boner. Is the answer. It's just been very, very busy lately. Yeah. You know. Man, it's like, it's like ramping up to the summer just got crazy. <gasps> it must be nice to have unlimited free time, everyone. It must be nice. <laughs> Raising Fangirls has the best S. Sour Boner of all time. Nice. Are you ready? Ready. Tomorrow's not so hot. At Skipper Dick Ritchie, <laughs> at 3 o'clock radio, I finally made it. I made my Texas Fabrics and Foam order. Ask Sour Boner, <laughs> is there not a discount code? And am I the first confirmed order? <laughs> uh, so I brought up to my uncle the fact that we've been discussing Texas Fabrics and Foam on the podcast. He said, what's a podcast? <laughs> and then, and he said, don't worry about it. Yeah, and then he said uh, that they do not offer discount codes. I was just like, okay. <laughs> okay, then. But he said that they actually sell, because, you know, we always talk about, like, the physical address and the phone number, which is 1500 Texas, and the phone number is uh, 915-532-6822. But if you want to actually purchase from them online, the easiest way besides texasfabricsandfoam.com is actually just through eBay, apparently. He said that's where they sell the most of their fabric. But yes, Raising Fangirls, as far as I know, you are the first person to order mm -hmm. uh, anything from Texas Fabrics and Foam. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. They were, Man, that's awesome. Yeah, they were actually... My, my cousin, who is kind of like the next in line to take over, and he does understand technology, was super excited uh, that we were talking about it on the podcast. He was like, oh my gosh, really? That's so cool. And I brought it up to him again. I was just like, yeah, so if anybody calls and you guys want to offer like a 10% discount or something, and he was just like, no, we don't really do that. <laughs> so, that must be nice. That's awesome. Yeah, right? They're like, we don't really we don't really do that. We just sell the fabrics. They say that they sell it at, they try to do the thing where like they don't really run sales. It's just always at the right price. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever that means. Um, I've been trying to do that too, the discount code. The, uh, at the, uh, I've been speaking to the manager of the Hyatt Place Orlando Airport, who oh. they are offering a White Claw and Bartesian happy hour from like four to six or something like that, or six, whatever, whatever it is. There's, they have a happy hour. And I've been asking, and I think we're going to, and I, I believe that we could probably confirm this, that if you go in, we just have to come up with the 
what is the code word we want to use? You can extend the White Claw and Bartesian happy hour to any time. We just got to figure out what we want it to be, and I bet we can make it happen. Um, I'm guessing we can't use Sour Boner because that might be offensive to whoever's at the bar. <laughs> Probably not. So we'll come up with something. Like I was, yeah. Well, let's come up with so it, let's come up with something. So then we, next time anyone is flying in or out of Orlando International Airport and they swing by the Hyatt Place Orlando Airport Gallery Bar, you can get the White Claw and Bartesian Happy Hour anytime. And um, I'm gonna try to make this happen for me, mostly for me. Can we just say it's three o'clock hour or something like that? Like, isn't it three o'clock? Maybe that's it. Three o'clock somewhere. Yeah, can't you just walk up and be like, "Doesn't happy hour start at three o'clock?" There it is. Yeah, and that'll be it. But it really starts anytime. But yeah, three o'clock. Yeah, right. Isn't it three o'clock? Oh, Isn't yeah. it three o'clock right now? Let's do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this happen. That would be super fun. We need to have because I'm like these these have these deals need to be happening for for our people all the time. Yeah, yeah. It makes me want to fly out there just for that. I won't even go that. to the park. I'll just fly in. Have a few cheap drinks and then fly back, and it'll be worth it. That'll that'll make the difference in the cost of the flight. Really depends how many drinks you have to really make make up for it. But yeah, <laughs> it's good. Uh, margarita is one of the Bar- Bartesian drinks. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, person going. What is this? Uh, oh, beers ranked. Let's see here, Wes says beers ranks what do you say three o'clock radio personally i'm going with the first beer after your turn on the out of office vacation reply what the hell is it hold on let me read this original thread best beers ranked oh beach beer boat beer shower oh okay so he's saying that his what are your what are your personal your top five best beers in rank and it's not it's not necessarily saying like what brands but like right. how you know experience yeah i think it's when you come out of the wave pool at typhoon lagoon right to the bar which is right next to the wave pool that beer is really hard to beat mm, i don't know i like i like cool beers i yeah, right? like First beer of the vacation. I like Friday afternoon beers. Really helps make the rest of the work day go by quickly, you know. Um, oh, although I do have some very sad news while on the topic. Oh, go. My company's starting to become too corporate, and they're getting rid of the beer fridge. Oh, I might, wow. put, I might have to just put in my two weeks notice. Although we were we were told that we're allowed to have our own beer fridges that we can stock ourselves and we can still drink at work, <laughs> but the company just can't supply us with alcohol. <laughs> well, that becomes yeah. a legal thing because like, if they give yeah. you the alcohol and you are in an accident on the way home, then they are responsible. Yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. It was like, hey, this is from the beer fridge, so we're all in this together. If it becomes like, hey, I'm going to get one on my fridge, now you're kind of – it loses a little bit of the camaraderie where now, oh, yep. like it's yeah, going to be a definitely. fight like, well, I'm not going to be the first one to crack one. Oh, I mean, I will be. But... Right. But you – yeah. It'll start – you know, you start to get a little more self-conscious, I think. Is it going to be the thing where you have to keep a lock on your beer, on your beer fridge? You're like, I noticed that all my beers are missing from my beer fridge. 
Yeah. Like a little, like ring doorbell set up just on the handle of the beer fridge. There you go. I'll tell you what Rhiannon's gonna do. Every time she goes on vacation, she's gonna stock it with bush light. <laughs> like sure you can have all the beer you want when i'm on vacation here's some natty light and to finish this out i will say i also enjoy a good strolling beer which we had many mm-hmm. of in new orleans this past weekend because mm-hmm. you know legal and all yes i would agree yeah i i feel that the like if you're like if you walk to a bar on a hot day, that first beer that you get is like mm-hmm. so good. But then they also listed shower beer, which I love shower beers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel any beer on a boat is pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Good yeah. Oh yeah, it really is. I think shower beers are so good because you're you're almost always going to do something awesome. Like you're you know you're not gonna go you're not showering to go to like something boring. Right, you're shower bearing because you're going to do something awesome. Yeah, you're like, man, we're on our way. Let's get these shower yeah, beers like going. Happening. Yeah, well, yeah, it's great. It's not like you're going to shower beer then go to work. I mean, I don't. Typically, you don't do that. <laughs> typically, <laughs> but you might shower beer and go to like you know something fun. That's yeah. what, so I think that's why they're so good. Your mind is already in go mode, and it's just like I'm going to get a head start. I love shower beers. We've only got three minutes. Anybody want to? Any uh, parting thoughts for the night for the day? In this nooner, on a high note. Yes, yes, yes. I, I I'm excited for to try out this uh, H2O Glow party. Um, I'm ready to. I've never been uh, to a nighttime event at the water park. I'm excited. It's from eight to eleven, so it should be interesting. When is it? Tonight. Oh, nice. Well, at least it's gonna be a nice warm night for you. Yeah, I heard it's yeah. been kind of warm out there. Hundred feels like hundred and five or something like that. Yeah, I did this thing where I basically all Labor Day week or Memorial Day weekend, I said I'm going to not go anywhere that is not within you know a stone's throw from water. So spent all day mm-hmm. Saturday at the pool, all day Sunday. I don't remember what the hell we did, and then uh, oh the beach went to the beach on Sunday, and then pool party on Monday. I mean it was it was it was it was awesome. Sounds great. Sounds great. I was in New Orleans where, you know, it was a chilly so 85. So. <laughs> that sounds great also. I went to Trader Sam's 8th anniversary and uh, spent six hours at the bar. It was pretty awesome. Awesome. Now, when did you go? Like, man, you're going back now. I like when you go on these, like, runs where you go to Disneyland, like, every week. I'm trying. Trying to go as often as possible. I so my goal is to really try to go once a month, but you know, with Star Wars opening up and the anniversary of Trader Sam's, and then uh, we're gonna get a what is it? Soren is gonna be coming in, and then I want to say D twenty three is gonna be here, and then we're gonna have Comic Con. So there's gonna be a lot of stuff this summer. Lots of stuff. It's gonna be a busy summer. Busy summer, kids. Awesome. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it to it. So, all right. Without anything else before we uh, head off to uh, Wild Blue. Uh, I'm ready to eat a pub sub. All right. Enjoy your pub sub. All right, gang. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time, and we will see you soon. 
夜。